Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella and Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. Hi, friends, and welcome to this episode of Self Made. We are doing this right in the midst of the holidays, and I'm so excited that this incredible entrepreneur and superstar woman who I've recently become Instagram friends with and then real life friends with (laughs) is joining us. And she is a total inspiration to me. So I'm so glad to introduce her to you. If you don't already know Miranda Alcaraz, who is Fearless Miranda on Instagram, who is a, when I think about being self-made, self-made is about taking charge of all the areas of, of your life that make you truly successful. And it's not just job. It's not just relationship. It's also your own self-care and personal well-being. And so I fell in love with Miranda and their business street parking because it is just like no nonsense fitness that I think is for everyone. So Miranda, welcome to self-made. Thank you. And after you're like glowing representation of me, we should definitely let your followers know that the reason that we met is because I reached out to you like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Help me. I'm a like mom. I'm pregnant. I'm trying to run this business and you did it. So, um, I don't have it all together for sure, but thank you. You have little babies, right? So you have, tell us about your family first, I guess that's a good intro. Yeah. So I have a two-year-old. He um, is like two years, three months. I am currently... His name is Knox and he's so cute. Yes. He's Knox. He's beautiful and hilarious and wild as almost two-year-olds are. Um, And then I'm 19 weeks pregnant with our second child. And our business is my other baby, of course. And it's Mm -hmm. uh, three years old now. So Three years old. So you have like two toddlers... And you are pregnant. So no wonder <laughs> you were overwhelmed and reached out for help. And actually, I love that you brought that up because I do think when other people, like if people go to your Instagram, like what I did when you messaged me, I was like, oh my Lord, this woman is just so incredible. Like I can't wait to meet her. But you think everybody's got it all together, but like behind the scenes, you may be good at one thing, but you're a human. And I can tell you, I'm, I am, a, I now, oh, by the way, today is my birthday. So I can say that oh I'm not Happy I'm birthday. older, I'm wiser. I now use the term wiser instead of older. I'm 47 today. But I remember being in your stage of life where when you have little kids, you are just freaking exhausted. And when you are exhausted, you are just like basically on the verge of a mental breakdown at all times. <laughs> I always like to tell people who have toddlers and businesses or even business babies, like if you hate your spouse. If you feel like you're having a mental breakdown, you are right on track. That is exactly what that stage of life feels like. And it gets so much easier. Yeah. And when I was in that stage of life and people asked me to like help or mentor them, I was like, I'm barely keeping it together. I can't do that. So now I feel so much better. Like I want to be able to do this because now I feel like I have the mental capacity. Um, and that's why I liked you. Cause I've listened to a lot of people on podcasts and everything, but you were real about it. And not trying to make it seem like you've always had it together and been perfect and everything. So I really like, that's why I reached out to you. Oh, thank you. Well, still (laughs) working on it. Trying. Um, Okay. So now tell the self-made listeners about um, your background and your journey of being into fitness. And when I see you do what you do, I'm assuming this has always been a passion. Have you always been an athlete? Like, tell me your, your story. 
No, and I actually like that you asked that. So if you go back to like growing up, I wasn't an athlete. I did dance and cheerleading and stuff like that, but I didn't play any sports. So I wouldn't have considered myself to be an athlete. I actually did like musicals and plays and was very artistic and things like that. I went to school for interior design. Um, (laughs) yeah, but during that time, um, my high school boyfriend, his mom taught spinning class. And so of course I would go with him to her class and I really loved it. So the entire time I was in school, I was coaching group fitness classes like spinning and cardio kickboxing and like cardio hip hop and all of that stuff. And even after I graduated school, I found that I loved that atmosphere more than helping people design their homes. Um, so I kind of kept going down that path more than the schooling that I had just finished and ended up becoming a personal trainer and going back to school for them. Some of that stuff. Um, I did a like basically like straight up almost like bodybuilding competition, but it was the fitness side of it. So it wasn't a bodybuilding. It was more like the bikini whole thing. Yeah, I did that. Um, but I didn't, (sighs) I didn't love how some a panel of judges decided who was the most in shape. Like that was weird to me. That would basically be most women's like fear, like total fear. So good thing, fearless Miranda, because I, like the idea of standing up there in a bikini and having a bunch of people judge my body is basically like would be like I think most women's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So I was like twenty. I think I was twenty-one when I did that. So definitely, I'm thirty-seven now. Um, and I just thought it was odd. Like they're deciding who's the most fit, but they don't even know what any of us can do or anything like that. So that's really weird. Um, and I found and fell in love with CrossFit shortly after that. Um, I was a personal trainer and I got into CrossFit. I opened a CrossFit gym. So that was my first business aside from my like personal training business, I guess that I had, um, in 2008 And I had that gym for three years um, and moved to California to work full time for CrossFit uh, in 2011. And I was competing. uh, I competed at the CrossFit Games a couple of times, like highest level training as a now like professional athlete, Um, three, four hours a day working out. Um, Yeah. During that time, I suffered a few injuries, one from a car accident uh, where I broke my neck, actually. And so that interrupted wow. my training. Yeah. I, I, um, and I learned a lot from that. And I think that the injuries and the things that I went through, uh, with traveling for CrossFit is what brought me to where I'm at today. Um, and that is I've done the, like over the top as much over the top and hours a day of training and watching your nutrition. I've done that. And then I was injured also again in 2015 competing. I tore my ACL during the CrossFit games. Our team was winning and it just kind of like hit me. I think I was 33 at the time. And I was just like, my whole life revolves around winning this, this sport. And now I can't even do it. Like, what else am I doing with my life? How am I giving back? Like I'm, um, I'm an entertainer. When you're a professional athlete, you're not a coach, you're an entertainer. Mm -hmm. It's like being a celebrity. You're an entertainer, right? So I'm, I'm not really helping anyone. Um, and I wanted to get back to the reason that I fell in love with fitness and that was to help people. And because I had a passion for making people excited about working out. So, um, I was, healing from my injury. And I met my now husband who was also a CrossFit Games athlete. 
and he um, had also been competing for several years. And we started kind of to post videos or workouts from when we were too busy to make it to the gym. And both of us had a pretty good following from competing. And so we had a good amount of followers. And whenever I would post something from like a hotel gym or we would post something from his garage, people would say like, oh my gosh, like I could do this workout. So I'm no longer like entertaining them now. I'm actually like giving them something that they could do. Well, by the way, I should have said that right up front because I think when people look at this, like this goddess-like example, right, of of a person, they're like, well, that is good for you, but not for me. Like there's no way on earth I'm going to, dedicate my life or have the capability to do that. But what blew my mind, and I actually did not know this until you guys came over for breakfast and you told me this, and I obviously should have like looked more into street marketing <laughs> and figured out what it was, but you, is it, is it, can it even be true that you guys, their workouts are like 20, 30 minutes a day? Yeah, they are. Um, so yeah, the workouts that we do with street parking now that the business and us posting those simple workouts evolved into what street, street parking is now. Um, it's like, for people who are traveling a lot, have their kids, they're trying to work out during their kids' nap time or whatever. And it's like a pair of dumbbells is all you need, 20, 30 minutes in and out. It's high intensity still, and you got to work hard and you get what you put into it. Um, but we we provide something that everyone can benefit from as opposed to just, Hey, look at me and how cool I am with my four hours of working out every day. 1000%. And I think that is why I so love your work and what you've created and the whole concept behind street parking, because I think there's just, the world is changing. People want authenticity and show me the real thing. And I, now you just think about these workouts that are all like posh and perfect and so long and these really elaborate programs, too complicated. It's overwhelming. And so I am so attracted to the idea because I am the traveling busy mom that likes efficiency and what, and I used to really think that you had to go do something like super intense for an hour a day. And I think so many people just say, I don't have time for that or opt out of it. But what you're doing is like, no, take what you got give me 20 minutes. And this, and if you put in the quality of intensity, it's not just the quantity that you need. So tell me more about like why that's certainly one way street parking is different than other programs, like going to orange theory or something like that. That's like a really intense hour. Like give me the, the science and the philosophy behind how that works for people and staying in shape. Cause I think people believe it. It's hard to believe that you guys could look like what you look like in that level of exercise. <laughs> So I truly believe that in fitness, what is missing and what people are, the missing piece is consistency. Mm-hmm. And so people think it's the program. I have to find the right program or I have to find the right diet or I have to, and they'll, they'll find something and it'll be hard to maintain. Either it takes too long or they have to go somewhere specific or they need like these specific foods or they're starving. And so they do it for like four to six weeks, but then there's always that fall off because like, this is just not sustainable. Well, you are being very generous four to six weeks. I'm talking about four days, four days. I think most people do it for four days. (laughs) And then, and so they did it and maybe they even saw some results, but they realized like, this is not sustainable for my life. (laughs) Yeah. And they had never really had any intention of sustaining it forever. It was like, what can I do to lose a few pounds? And then that's it what I believe is missing is consistency and not consistency for six weeks, but consistency for your life. And so if we can provide a way for people to get a good workout in, even if it's only 20 to 30 minutes and they're pushing themselves hard, 
Um, but they can do it day in and day out and not seven days a week, but like four days a week or something like that. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah. A lot of our members do you work out? I do five now. My husband does five or six. Um, yeah. Are you do? how many steps are you getting? Like, is there other general <laughs> level of fitness? <laughs> no, I mean, right now I'm pregnant. So my workouts are even not as exciting as normal, but, um, no, okay, but you guys, this is why you have to go check out her Instagram. Like, there are pictures of her pregnant, freaking doing burpees. Like I, I just, I want, I think it would be such a good comedy video to have like me next to you doing the same move because you would just be kicking my ass while pregnant. It just would be so, I mean, you are, you are doing four or five days a week, five days a week, but they're like, it is a legit workout. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we, and my husband too, because here's the thing, when people go to my page too, it's going to be very easy to look at me even and be like, well, she probably just has good genetics. And so what I would encourage people to do is go to the street parking, um, Instagram as well, because we don't highlight myself and my husband on that page very much. We want to show real people doing this stuff and their results. So we'll highlight them more. And they're, they're real people. They're just like anyone that's listening to this. They're moms and dads. They're traveling. They have their kids there. Um, and the most common thing that we hear is this is working for me because it's the first thing I've ever been able to stick to for long enough because it's been simplified so much for me. And then the thing that we do on top of that too, is we provide different equipment options. So if you do have access to a full gym, like I know you have a really nice gym at your house or some people might prefer to go to an actual gym. And so if they have more than the dumbbells, we have options for them. Um, if you're a super duper beginner, my mom is 67 years old and has had two knee replacements. And we, we do a, um, what's called the shift workout, which is the version of the normal workout, but it's more modified for people who are older or just starting out. And I truly believe that it's the consistency of the eating. And we do talk about nutrition in our community and just being consistent with fitness that people are missing. They're searching for the like band-aid fix instead of like, Hey, let's fix it for all time. <laughs> okay. So I just want, uh, first of all, self-made listeners, I would like some friends to do this with me because I feel like I need to hold myself accountable. So I'm going to share it on Instagram. And now that I've said that I've now s- stuck doing it So because I, I need it. I need like a little buddy motivation. I am going to do the street parking workout at least five times a week all through December because I don't want to be in the position in the new year of being like, oh, and the holidays one, I love food. So I'm not sure I'm committed to the nutrition part. You need to tell me more about that, but I am committed to the working on the exercise and then like trying to do the nutrition part for, the, for all the month of December because I have fallen off the wagon in terms of consistency and probably intensity. Like I'm putting on the TV, I'm like, you know, kind of mailing it in. And, and so I think I need like a little kick in the butt to, to get that going. So tell me that too, because for, I'm going to ask you questions about how you built the business and the customer base. But I think everyone wants to know, I find in my business where we do coaching on business, people want the, like the nitty gritty detail. They want like, okay, what exactly do I do from nine to 10? And I think in exercise and fitness, people want that exact like nitty gritty. So tell me, you gave us the overview of the fitness. And what I love yesterday's workout literally was run for a minute and do, do squats, run and do squats. And frankly, I don't want a lot of variety in, in one workout because I feel like you could get injured. You got to spend time learning. Like it's just more relaxing and easy when you watch it. It's easy. You do it. So I love that. So tell me about the nutrition part, like it giving, what is the simple 
what are you supposed to be doing as part of this program? Yeah. So it's kind of along the same line. So again, I've gone fully into paleo. I've gone fully into like the zone diet for people who know about that. I've weighed and measured in there. I've done all of that stuff. Right. And, and it all has benefit. Like I've never done keto, but I know that people see great results with that. But again, you've got to look at it and think, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? Or after I do this, what's my plan going forward? And that's the step that people miss. Right. So for our nutrition, it's macronutrient based, but we don't require, um, the weighing and measuring and entering and figuring out my fitness pal and all of that stuff. I've done that too. It's it's a complex. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's why you hire an accountant for your business. Why are you doing it now with your food? (laughs) Right. So, um, it's, we have a foods list that we provide for our members and depending on where you're starting. So if you're starting right now and you eat nothing for breakfast and then McDonald's for lunch and pizza for dinner, we're not going to be like, okay, weigh and measure and eat exactly this amount of veggies at every single meal. We'll baby step you into it. And we'll say, okay, just choose from the foods list, eat as much of it as you want, but make sure you choose one thing from the protein, one thing from the carbohydrates and one serving of like veggies or fruit and one serving of fat. And you choose from the food list, put it together how you want. Um, we do provide like, Hey, if you're eating out, here are some, some good options and things like that. Here are some bars. If you're on the go that we think are good. Eventually we want people eating just off the foods list and eating at home for the most part and things like that. But we, again, keep it realistic. People struggle with that because they're like, well, I want to do all of it right now. And so they want to jump into the whole thing and then they fall off. So we really encourage more of a slower. So it might actually be great for you in December to choose like, hey, I'm just going to make sure I eat veggies at two meals every day. And then I'll add something new on in January when I'm ready. And then in February, I'll add something new. So it is based on like body size. And what your goal is. So we have um, nutrition guidelines that are for people who are trying to lose weight or nutrition guidelines for people who are like, I just want to like build some muscle or stay where I'm at and continue to be fit because everybody has different goals. And then it's men and women. I think that the day after Thanksgiving, a vast majority of us would like to share. (laughs) (laughs) I think I gained five pounds yesterday. (laughs) And you know what the thing is too, when I was at your house, I have to tell you guys, Jessica was like, you know, I feel like, I don't, I don't can't remember what it was that you said. And I was like, the real problem is I think you look fantastic. And the other thing that we really talk about in our community is why do you need to be a fitness model? Like, what is that going to add to your life? Like, let's be healthy. Let's look great. And our members are always shocked by this is the best I've ever looked. This is the best I've ever felt. And I do think there's something to letting go of being str- so strict all the time and trying to like punish yourself almost. Amen, sister. It's all about like self-love and acceptance. And frankly, you know, when you think about being five pounds lighter, you could chase that forever and no one's going to love you more. In fact, they might love you less because you're just sort of obsessed all the time and miserable versus just like, as long as you're healthy, right? And that's, and that you're, you love yourself. So the other thing I want to underscore about the nutrition, because this is what got me like, oh, I'm so in on this and could live this way is when I found out that it was about short intensity, because that's so doable. And then when I found out that your carb list wasn't just like, hey, an apple is a carb, but you could actually <laughs> have like a sweet potato or rice. Yes. I think I would die sad and lonely if I just had to forever never have that like warm, like, I don't know. I just like, I need 
what I think of as like just food. I need some real food. You're so Italian. Like your your list is reasonable. It's reasonable. Yeah, and of course, like that's where we provide like simple ways to measure it and eyeball it and things like that because you can go overboard. But um, it, it, you nailed it on the head. Like you have to find a plan for both your fitness and your food that when you look at it, you think I can do this forever. Otherwise, whatever result you see, whatever, you know, weight you lose, it's going to come back and you're going to be frustrated and you're going to be searching for the next thing. So whether it's street parking or something else to your listeners, I encourage you as you're headed into the new year, you're making these goals. When you're looking at your plan, think, will I be doing this in December or January of next year and still be happy and excited about it? Or in two weeks, am I going to be miserable? And I feel like I'm punishing myself because there's really no point. You can see great results. You can absolutely. And you can use me as an example. I mean, I'm gaining weight by the day over here with my pregnancy, but uh, growing a human, (laughs) (laughs) but um, our community. And that's the other thing that's, I don't think I've ever seen someone who has a six pack and (laughs) is pregnant at the same time. (laughs) That is you. That's the other thing that's different about our community is we know the thing that I also believe that's missing in fitness, especially if people are just finding programs online is support. And I feel like you have this, and this is what your business is built around as well. Uh, We have a super active Facebook group. So we have roughly 18,000 members now. And in our Facebook group, you're going to be like, Oh, I don't feel like working out today. And then there you are on Facebook and you see a mom with her toddler, literally sleeping on the couch next to her while she's like lunging in the living room. Right. And you're going to be like, okay, well, what's my excuse really? Like I'm tired. Like I can take 10 or 15 minutes. A hashtag that we use all the time is more than nothing. Um, because you can't tell me that 10 minutes of something is going to give you less results than not doing anything at all. And we really push that and people have really adopted it and are just not only happier and, um, will feel more free, but they're seeing really great results. The, your your philosophy, I think why I so resonate with this, your philosophy is so similar to what we do in our business coaching for people who use Stellan.brands as a side hustle. It's always about, okay, take action, make it impactful, right? Don't just spend time and think you're busy doing all this stuff, but like make it count and just be consistent and do it and you will get progress. It's so true. So you are not only an inspiration on the fitness side, but also on the business side, because you took a really bold leap, right? You were, you started your own gym, then you were employed by CrossFit. And then somehow you started a business while raising young kids with your husband and all of, and you built this huge following. Can you give us some of the business tips around how you built your customer base and what you've learned as an entrepreneur? Yeah. So when we started street parking, it was like, oh my gosh, what if we just shared these workouts and we get like a hundred <laughs> members and it would help us pay our bills. Cause we lived in Southern California at the time. And it was any little bit helps when you live in California. So, um, I think what really sent us to the place that we are now is it has never been about how much money can we make? How fast can we grow? How can we sell more memberships or anything? It was love the people that are in our community, take care of them so well, provide them the tools that they need, provide them the support that they need. And we've always known that they will bring more people. And that is still, we have like 30 employees now and we have meetings where we will literally say, I don't care how many people join this month. I care how many people stay. Like we're not trying to sell t-shirts. People are buying t-shirts because they love our brand, but that's not our focus. 
um, our focus is helping these people see results. So even our like bonus structure for our company is based on how many people have recorded 75 workouts and have earned their 75 workout hoodie. How many people have hit? I'm so going after that. I'm so, yeah, you got to get it. Yeah. So instead of how many memberships we've sold, like how our, our message is helping people find consistency. How effective are we at helping people find consistency regardless of how many new members we have or how much of any of that that we're doing. So I think think you are my business soulmate because I'll tell you why I, you know, I did a business the first time around and when you get investors, there's Uh, so many different people around the table with so many different interests and they have very different measures of success. And it's about growing big or getting liquidity or doing this or that. And it can take you away from your mission. I've always wanted our business to be measured by how much commission have we paid out? How happy are people that use our business as, a, a, as our, a platform for funding their own passions? And I think we're really in a phase where we're really getting back to that core, which is our success is measured in how happy people are. Do we retain them? Do we make them successful? Versus the world puts a lot of pressure on you to measure your own self-worth or your own success based on growth, 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 growth. And that really can get people lost in doing things for short term. How do you, so it's just you and Julian just keep that message present and you obviously tie it to financial incentives for your employees. Most of our employees were members before they were employees. So that has helped a lot because they felt that support and they saw um, the importance of the community and how much we really care and the results that they were getting. So they believed in it 100% before we hired them. So it's really helped for them to come in and for us, them to see on the back end that we're actually, that's our focus and our goal. That um, is so huge. Having yeah. mission driven employees. And I think if you have a different type of business, it may be hard for you to find the analogy of like, okay, if I have a photography business or, you know, how do you find people that are, so core to your mission and your passion, but is there, are there things you do when you screen people to know if they're going to work out or is it just that you just only hire from your members? No, we've definitely hired people um, that were not members, like people that we needed that had specific skills and things like that, um, that were not members. And, you know, everyone that we have has come from some sort of a fitness background in general. So at least they understand kind of that side of it. And it's not always perfect. There are definitely, I mean, that's why we have the meetings so often to remind people what our goal is, because there are people that will forget and they'll come up with ideas that are more based on sales and things like that. We you have to remind them. We've been approached now because we have so many members by, I can't even tell you, so many random supplement companies and right. apparel companies and equipment companies. And even when I was just, um, a fitness celebrity, I guess, and not really helping anyone. I was approached. I've never felt comfortable or right posting some about something that I wouldn't purchase myself. Mm-hmm. And for us, a lot of our members, so street parking is only $19 a month, which is huge for people when they're looking for, I, I need $19 a month and my dumbbells and that's it. Right. So mm-hmm. a lot of our members can't afford that stuff. And so we're not going to be telling them, Oh, you need this supplement and you need this fat burner and you need this $2,000 pieces of equipment because you don't, you don't need that. <laughs> you don't. And now we're making them feel like they can't achieve mm-hmm. results unless they have all that stuff. And they trust us so much that that would be breaking trust for us. So, um, and people can feel that. And what, what tips do you have for other businesses that want to be community first? Because I, I really do. Even I think to myself every day, how do we get more 
we have often said we're more of a community than a company and a movement, but I, I feel like there's so many things to learn that we could do better. Like how do we just become all community first? Cause I love that. We use social media a lot for, obviously we're online. We've met a lot of our members in person cause we do meetups and things like that. But um, one of the things that we did from the very beginning is we followed all of our members. So when they join street park and they follow our private page, we follow them back and we see their lives. Like, who are these people? Like, who is it that's coming to us? Uh, we respond when they post stuff about doing a workout, we tell them good job and we get to know them and we're open. Like we have somebody who all day long is answering our direct messages. And so we get to know them. So it's not so hard to figure out, Oh, what should we do next? Or what, what t-shirt would people love or what challenge could we do? Because we were constantly having a conversation with them and our Facebook group, like I said, is very active. So people, it's not just fitness stuff on there. And we've been, we've had people complain actually a few times saying like, ah, oh, there's too much like random stuff on this page. Like, why isn't it fitness? And that we always come back and say, well, if you guys were together at a real gym, you would be talking about work that day, or you'd be talking about what your kid did or sharing funny memes. Like that's, this is our community page and we want you guys to get to know each other. And so encouraging that instead of always being glossy and professional and business. And we show, I mean, you've seen, I show my real life. I've been doing a vlog of my pregnancy where 80% of the time I have no makeup on and I've just woken up and people feel more comfortable with me as a real person, as as opposed to the professional lighting, glossy fitness videos. So do you do all your own Instagram? Because you have a lot of followers, right? You have 300,000 plus followers. So are you overwhelmed by that? How do you time block it and manage it? Because you've got so many different things going on, right? How do you like, because I think that's the thing when people talk about interacting on social media, if you're not doing it already, it can give you this crazy anxiety because you're afraid that you'd have to be scrolling and responding constantly. And I know I've heard you mention on your podcast and even when we spoke and things um, that you also listen to Gary V and some of the stuff that he says. And I do think it's so true. Like people really overestimate how much people care about what you post. Yeah. <laughs> like just put something up, put up a funny picture, write a good caption, let people know what you're into, let people know what you're up to, whatever. Um, I try not to overthink it. And I had to get that way the very first time I became pregnant. I was like, I got it. I just have to let it go. I just, I'm just going to show the real thing and I'm going to let it go. And you'll be amazed at how much more people appreciate that. I don't like going to people's pages where it looks very um, perfect. I don't feel a connection to that at all. Uh, So Mm -hmm. decide what your message is and try to, you know, have everything in a way tie back to that. But also I think it builds me as a real person when I show my son and not everybody likes that stuff or it builds me as a real person when I show, you know, the no makeup stuff and all that. We do have help now. Like we have a few videographers and we do have a photographer. And so they'll, they'll throw stuff my way to help. But a lot of it, I do just film with my phone, full selfie style most of the time. Yeah. So, okay. So tell us, what are the big lessons you've learned in the last few years in business? Like if you were to say, I want somebody else to benefit from my mistakes, what would be your, your greatest advice to share? My greatest advice to share is when building your business, think always, and this seems like, so like, okay, that's obvious, but I think it's not for a lot of people listen to your customers and get to know them. Or, I mean, we don't, 
call them customers. They are members, right? Get to know them, talk to them and try to put yourself in their shoes. And if possible, build a business that's something that you would participate in if you were not the owner of it, that you would be a member, you would want to be there. It would help you out and your family. Um, Don't get sucked into, and in the fitness industry, there's so many different fads that go on and just not getting sucked into feeling like, oh, this is popular right now. So we're going to do this. Jump on it. Yeah. Stay the course of what you truly believe in and know is works in the fitness or what you truly believe in. And you want it for the jewelry uh, business, your aesthetic, your price point, what you're trying to do and achieve, try not to get sidetracked and right. Just say that you are. Yes. I, I love that. You know, I, if, as your business grows, and this is just a challenge that I've, I've personally had scaling is you, when you're an entrepreneur, you're just so your whole heart and soul, like it is your baby. What you call your street parking is your third baby. Like Cell and Dot is my, my third baby. And if I, if I didn't have Cell and Dot, I would have tried to have a son, but instead I have Cell <laughs> and Dot. I love it. And it is my like total passion child. And you're in it, but then as you grow, you need more and more people to help out. And, and sometimes you go this path where you try to be open to other people's principles and point of view. And so then they go and they operate it differently. And I've just kind of come full circle on really being ardent on that belief. Like you, you, you can't in business, you got to be analytical, but you have to be empirical and in touch. Like if you are not walking in the shoes of the people that are your members or your customers, like yourself, you have no business running the business. It's my, it's my point of view. and It'll always lead you astray. So I'm so glad that you are starting and scaling with that philosophy. I think it's important to, I mean, so along those lines, we do the workouts. So you probably haven't seen this yet, but on our Instagram, even yesterday, uh, my husband went live on our private Instagram page and did the workout, uh, the similar workout that you did yesterday, a different version um, in our hotel gym and showed like, Hey, I'm here doing this with you. The other Thanksgiving. thing, yeah, I, that I've struggled with is from a confidence side as we've grown, it's easy to have somebody come in and be like, oh, well, this person has more business experience than I do. Like I should listen to them. But what I've really realized is I might not know so much about business or uh, accounting or marketing or anything like that, but I know street parking and the mission of street parking. And it is my responsibility, not just my job, my responsibility to make sure that Julian and I are steering the ship that I'm not letting somebody come in and like bulldoze what we're trying to achieve because they're messing with my confidence because they might have more experience. Like you started your business by yourself because you knew what you wanted to accomplish. Everyone should be helping you, but not driving you in a different direction. Mm -hmm. That is, that is so important. I so so agree with that. So, okay. So tell us, I'm going to ask you two more things. I want you to know in the self-made podcast, we always challenge our listeners to take action on something. So, but you can think about that one, but I also want your tips on, you know, you and I talked about this and struggling and balancing it all mom pregnant. You also work with your husband. (laughs) You, what is your sanity saver? Like what's your self-care rituals? Like how do you balance it all? Because no doubt you're have like what looks like an amazing dream, but the reality is attached to every dream is a nightmare. It truly is because it takes so much to be creating something. So how have you dealt with it? And what are your tips there? So when Julian and I started street parking, we, we started street parking like a week before we moved in together. And around that same time is when I found out I was pregnant. We told you this story. So it was like a lot. This isn't, wasn't like a long-term relationship. We've been together for a year. 
weren't married yet. Um, we started counseling like maybe three or four months into it. And, um, we did counseling for like a year, once a week individually and together because, um, we both were very committed to the relationship. We were both very committed to the business. He had another business. I had a full-time job. Um, but we knew that the communication needed to be built faster than is normal for a one-year relationship because of all that we had going on. So we didn't have the luxury of getting to know each other further. Like we needed to get to know each other right now. And so we built that communication and we still, uh, have a very strong ability to communicate and it's taken a while. Uh, both of us would get very defensive if it was like, Hey, I don't think we should be doing this for the business or Hey, the raising of the child. And we would get defensive. Both of us won't always want to do everything perfect. But now it's gotten to the point where like yesterday, I was like, I feel like you don't want to be visiting my family for Thanksgiving. And he can step out of himself and think, you know, I was just really stressed yesterday. The travel day was really hard. Knox wasn't having a nap. He was crying everywhere. We, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. That takes practice yes. and a ton of self-awareness to be able to do that. Um, and you've just got to start a consistency, right? Consistently doing some sort of practice, whether it's reading books or listening to podcasts or writing in a journal or something that helps you get to know what you're truly feeling and why and how to communicate it better. It's been so important for us. You are so wise. I love that you <laughs> invested in yourself and your relationship early on. And, and I often make the analogy when I'm coaching on business coaching, I often make the analogy to fitness or hygiene because mm -hmm. it's not like you do it once and then like, check, we're good. It's yeah. frankly, you got to keep doing it every day. Like, yeah. and you, and you'd never let that go. And you're actually never perfect. And it's always up and down. And you can even tell the world things that's your wisdom, but then over here in your own life, you're actually not doing it yourself. <laughs> so it is just this constant, you know, it's a journey, right? It's a journey. So you're on that and you figured it out. And it's about, I think what you have is intention, being mm -hmm. intentional and flanking yourself with support and learning from other people, yet maintaining your own self-confidence. And that is huge. That is so inspiring. Okay. So I think now at this point, everyone's like, okay, hashtag be like Miranda. Like, what do I do? <laughs> Tell me, sign me up, which, so I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to give myself the self-made challenge. I have always been a pretty intense worker outer. I need to like get, I right now work is so busy that I've actually kind of gotten a little off track that I am going in for the street parking thing. And so if you guys want to join me on that one, it's 19 bucks. And if you start in December, you get January free. Is that how it works? Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. We encourage people so much not to wait till January um, because that's what everyone does. Like, oh, whatever. I'll just start in January. It'll be my new year's resolution, but hashtag more than nothing, right? You can start doing something now, even if it's only two days a week that you do in December, you can start doing something now and building that consistency because that habit takes time and practice and reps basically. So we encourage people join in December. We'll give you January free. So you're not spending any more money than you would have spent if you would have joined in January and just start at least getting to know the program and navigating it and maybe doing a workout here and there. We've got yoga videos on there if you want to start with that. Um, so yeah, join in December, get January free. My challenge, so you're doing five days a week? Yes. Is that what you're challenging them for? 
Well, no, I'm, that's going to be what I'm doing. I want people to do that with me. So I'm not lonely and they make me okay. be accountable and I'll share it on my Insta story. And, but I want you to challenge them that like where it doesn't take 19 bucks. Like if you're just going to, okay, you yes. can't afford it or you can't do it, like what should they do on their own? I hope my friends join me though, because I will be lonely and give up without you. Yeah. So I think to yourself every day, just what can I do? That's more than nothing toward my fitness goal today. And you can choose okay, I don't eat vegetables at all. I'm going to eat vegetables, even if it's once a day, every day in December, I'm going to eat vegetables at one of my meals, or I don't drink enough water. I'm going to try to drink a hundred ounces, or I guess that's a lot. Start with like 60 ounces of water a day, just straight up water, not adding stuff to it or fizzy water or anything. I'm just going to drink 60 ounces of water per day throughout the day that makes a I huge I can't just count LaCroix. I have to have water, water. Okay. I always ask about the LaCroix. So I have to like <laughs> throw that in or go for a walk. That's, I mean, if you're not moving at all, I'm going to go for a 20 minute walk four times a week, every day in December. It costs $0. I put on my shoes. I start walking 20 minutes, listen to the podcast, right? Your podcast while you're gone. And that at least builds consistency. And then maybe when January comes, you're like, okay, maybe two of those days, I'll do a little mini body weight workout instead of the walk. So I'm walking two days and I'm doing the workout the other days, build the habits, build the consistency, build like, I, I don't ask questions. I just go for my walk, that mentality, and then allow it to build up from there. I find that to be an incredibly reasonable challenge. I love that. So the more than nothing is such a good mantra. And I think everybody should do that, right? And you'll feel so much better about yourself in December. It's interesting. We think there's a lot of people will like wait for the new year. So we do the same thing in our business. Like if you join, we give you extra time on earning, you know, free stuff in your, your beginner phase because we want people to not have that as an excuse. But why hear knocks? He's going to join you. Come say hi. He was just working out with Papa downstairs. Oh, hi, cutie. Oh my goodness. He is so cute. Uh, oh, I wish this wasn't a podcast and you could see a video. Well, if you want to go see Knox, you have to go to uh, one of their Instagram accounts. Uh, I follow uh, Fearless Miranda. And what are the other ones? Tell people so they can find you. Um, the other Instagram account is at Street Parking. There's a Street Parking Facebook page as well that with information and a bunch of, we post recipes and some workout examples and things like that. You can go to streetparking.com. We have a full week of um, sample workouts on there. So you can see what you're getting into on there. And we don't have a contract or anything like that. So the $19, it's not like you're signing yourself up for a year or anything. So if you just want to do the December, January challenge and you're like, no, forget it. It's not for me, then that's okay. Okay. I'm so in. Thank you so much. Um, for joining us, Miranda. I, I should feel like kind of guilty that I made you, but like I asked you to do this on a Friday after Thanksgiving at 9 a.m. Like you're a total hustler. So thank you. And go tell your family that I'm very thankful that they let um, you spend time doing this. <laughs> so uh, thank you listeners for joining. I hope you are inspired. And remember, until next time, you are self-made. 